existence. Momentum shifting pretense, adjustments on the defense. Got demons trying to creep in. I'm on the line and dropped in coverage. Focused on what we in. We can't give up the deep end. Zoning out on defense. Get back on through the There it is. There's the intro. We in it. I don't know. I know we can't hear the intro. I know, because we don't have that. <laughs> Rookie move. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so we came up with the technology. We're like 50% there. 50%? We getting there, though. We are. New setup. Season two. Season two. Season two. Wowzers. This is fire, man. Okay, look at what Coach Jeff did. We got the double hoop up top. Probably can't see it. Yeah, we out here. It's it's kind of it's kind of tough. We're kind of not slumlords anymore. It's yeah. pretty nice. Oh. Dr. Pet. Still not sponsored. Holla at us. <laughs> All right. Man, Let's kick it off. Season two. For those in live, I can't see. Can you? I'm about to bring it up. I'm about to. Go. Here we go. It's about to get on. Yes. We got Mr. Thomas on here. We hey. got a couple people on here already. Hey. I know. The Hoopers No Show. For those that are tuning in, LeBron is out for a few weeks. That's kind of sad news because the Lakers were 2-0 the last few games. Yeah, that comeback against Dallas was awesome. Yeah, it's a game. That we kind of that you knew that wasn't happen though. He was having some, uh, what that left foot when he when he broke the record. Mm-hmm. He, he was out for a few about games it. after mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I think when you get that kind and of AD was sour patch. Sour patch kid. Yeah, I think when you get that kind of wasn't you know look. road uh you know road miles what is it uh road road weary I don't know but yeah all that you know just grinding man just it takes a toll well, so gotta give it to him. I mean, LeBron, Kobe, Le LeBron, Mike talk. One thing LeBron's got that Mike never can. 20 years consistently. Consistently. Dominating. Yes. Mike had a very... Accolades aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's 38 years old. He's been playing. He's been dominating year one all the way to now. Gotta I think, give him something. Gotta give him that. Well, I think consistency is what he and anybody that's trying to be in the sport of basketball or any athletics should really you know tip their hat to because yeah. it's not easy to hate to show up every day and then to be really good at what you do with expectations behind it correct so that's tough yeah because jordan i mean oh you get the wizards but i I watched the wizards when jordan was there it yeah. was bad it wasn't like it was you know oh, i got 20 yeah he still made all-stars yeah well what? it was probably one of the better all-star games there's ever been i mean that oh, one uh, this past one was pitiful pit bad. mac mcclung saved oh mac mcclung was a highlight of the whole entire thing and the dunk contest still was bad but he was yeah. great. Yeah. He was great. Is that one of the best dunk contests of all time? No. No. I agree. No. I agree. It was nice to it was nice that he lived up to the hype. Yeah, and that's one of those things. Virginia kid, shout out, two up, two down. Um but yeah, it was it was nice that he kind of delivered. I mean, yes. it didn't take him hardly any attempts. If no, any he, he did no, he did them all in one attempt. I mean there I you go. I just like that he, he kinda like leaked, oh I'm doing two dunks you've never seen before. Yes. And then Punched and him then on the first time. Yes, I agree. I agree. That's kind of special. He's a he's a guy I've been pulling for ever since he went, you know, to Georgetown, then to Texas A and M. So, um, yeah, yeah. He's he's just one of those guys you kind of you know root for because that's a story everybody can attach themselves to. Right. Well, you know, six. Everybody loves an underdog. An underdog, you know, absolutely just a, a dedicated bucket and wanting to get to it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you know what? And we were gonna hop on All Star Weekend. Cause I had I was chatting with my wife and I just had this burning question and it's kind of a teaser because we are gonna do we're gonna bring in guests hopefully every other episode that's what we're hoping but we are bringing one of our our resident sh uh, shoe gods mm. on and I was chatting with my wife and I asked because I mean you've got 
all your namesakes. You've got your LeBrons, KD, Kyrie. All of them have signature shoes. Yeah. So I'm watching the All-Star game, and they're all wearing different shoes. Mm-hmm. Some of them might have their side deals, like your Aaron Gordons and, you know, that with CJ McCollum's with, like, Lee Ning and um, whoever, whoever, who does AG go with? He's not Lee Ning, is he? Who? Uh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, he is 361. So okay. it's his... That's Asian-based, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they're fire. Yeah, they're they, fire. they are. Not, and yeah, they're impossible three... to get your hands on. Yes, 361. Yep. But I was sitting there asking, like, do these players that don't have shoe deals, mm-hmm. you know, if, say they're not on a team with KD or Kyrie, LeBron, any of them that have those, you know, fresh market shoes, and do they have to, they don't go to Foot Locker to get them. Like, do you walk into the NBA team and they give you a list mm-hmm. of like sneakers? Like, are they provided? Do they, do, does Nike and LeBron, all, do they have deals well, with NBA teams too? So Nike does I feel sponsor like it's not the, normal. Like, it's not public knowledge how that, get, how that goes it, down. It's not, but I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they do get a, a, team shoe because they are nike sponsored nike issue jerseys nike issue shoes um but and they have to wear certain type of socks as well so i'm 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 sure they get their standard issued stuff if they don't have a sneaker deal but a guy like pj tucker who i don't believe is signed to anybody but he's a sneakerhead so he's going you know aftermarket and he's getting shoes before the guys themselves are getting the the Giannis before Giannis (laughs) had him or something yeah and he was sick over it but i mean this is what it is when you're in the game you're in the game you know what i mean Giannis. Is you would think signature athlete would get a first, but when you're plugged in and tapped in, I'm sure PJ Tucker is talking to the guy, you know what I'm saying? Who's sewing the shoe himself. Right. Yeah. And making those relationships and right. stuff. So that's kind of cool. I always wonder that. I wonder if Shuck knows more about that. He might. It, it's interesting. It is. Because, you know, from a high school, you, if you have good boosters, that you get team stuff. And right. My one high school, we didn't have any of that. And then you get to the second one, and. They hand you a big Under Armour duffel bag, hey. you know, sewn with your name into it. Lifetime warranty on the thing. Inside, there's a pair of shoes. Yep. Two pairs of socks. I mean, the works. Travel suit on top of sweatpants and sweatshirts, like shooting shirts. Like, they they left nothing to the imagination. Now all they yeah. do is pay 10 bucks for it. I'm pretty sure that's College, standard. same exact thing. Yeah, I'm 99.9% standard. I know, you know, you can typically buy the, because I have, I bought the Wizards practice shorts and their shooting shirt. Um, from Nike, so I know they, you know, they do issue that stuff. But yeah, your signature athletes are going to wear with that. Yeah, I just wonder because I mean, a lot of it is Nike related. But then you got Dame, James Harden, Mello, who all have they're not Nike. So right. I wonder if it's kind of like, hey, you go in there, it's like, here's your pick, like yeah. you know, pick your poison kind of a thing. It's, I'm interested. They probably give them it. to friends if they don't want them. Hey, uh, we're not, you know, I'm a, that's true. I never I'm, a, that. I'm a I'm a Pumbaa signature athlete. Uh, I don't want your Nike. So here it is. True, because that'd be a contract violation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That, I think, is interesting in itself. Like, if Nike, and, you know, all the backdoor deals and all that stuff, if mm-hmm. Nike issues the jerseys, and you're supposed to be Nike, but you're wearing Puma because you have a deal with them. That's got to be, like, a Yeah, there's, there's got to, you know, contract clauses and all that. Probably the only time that that's Right, allowed. right. And so it, but it, anytime you're off the floor, you got to do. Kind of fascinating, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It, Nike is a is an absolute giant. Speaking of Nike, uh, sent you a video that was kind of fascinating. I'd have to pull it up to kind of watch the breakdown of it. But basically, the gist of it is that Nike athletes, and that means EYBL, now they're getting ready. Rumors have it that they're going to do a junior EYBL, which means 6th through 8th, I think. I uh, could be a little bit wrong on that, but middle school, which has not happened. And EYBL is Nike's premier um you know, was it sixteen teams? Yeah, it, I, maybe and maybe that's changed a little bit, but it's fifteen U, sixteen U, seventeen U, and that's their premiere. Where if you're there, 
most likely you're playing at the next level. Peach Peach Jam. Peach Jam's Peach the big Jam. one. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we have a lot of teams locally that participate, your Durant, your takeovers and stuff like that. Um, but it is kind of cool to see that they're extending it out because the NIL. We still want to have somebody on to talk about that, but yeah. they're they're getting to these kids younger, and it does open doors for them well, later. I, I, and I feel like so, like with social media having such a big part in it, like that's I mean, the the clout chasing, the highlight culture stuff. Like a lot of those NIL deals come from reels, right? And come from little snippets of offensively based basketball, which opens the door for someone maybe a startup company or even a bigger like. Hey, you want six million dollars when you're eleven? <laughs> I mean, I would, I, I think I would absolutely deny that. I, as, as like morally, I would. If I someone would. came to me about my child and was like, "You want eleven thousand, eleven million dollars to a basketball or six million dollars, whatever," I'd be like, "No." I, I would say, "Give me the bag because tomorrow's not certain." But I do see that moral conundrum. That's a great word I just used there. It is. That's a, um, wowzers. <laughs> from not being able to find my <laughs> vocabulary earlier. Not to, being able to put the vowels in yeah, order. It's, yeah, it's a it's conundrum. A conundrum. Look I, at us. That is quite the conundrum. Yes. Um, but yeah, it is kind of it. It is one of those moral and ethical questions of like, mm -hmm. okay, like take the money aside from it. Now we're going to sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, which is really a dice roll because, yeah, potential, quote unquote potential, but. Uh, ninth, tenth, you're going twelve. You're going to get a little bit better picture of what that player is going to be, and not yeah. that that can't. And EYBL is a standard of you know excellence. Yeah. But dropping down in the middle school, I mean, I guess you're just prepping them for that. But man, what if? That's what if like you say you you go to sixth. It's grade, already ugly. It's already ugly. It's you, already ugly. You go to sixth grade. You're in the junior EYBL. Yeah. They give you the quote unquote bag. I mean, most likely. If I take it, I put it in a tap account. Right. You, you do something, right? IRA, you know, Roth, you do some you type of... I, yeah. I, you don't let... I, just more, more for me of like... Certificate. The diva mentality, the, oh, I'm... It, if someone hands an 11-year-old $6 million, do you think he's going to think he's got to work on anything? Probably not. And if he does, but I what mean... if he's got piss-poor habits? Maybe, maybe, maybe... I'll say maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Maybe his good habits have gotten him there. Maybe that's one of those things that... You child stars, I mean, this percentages aren't favorable no. for child stars. I mean, that's a whole different topic with Hollywood. But giving <laughs> kids, you know, money that early is usually yeah. a recipe for disaster. I Absolutely. mean... Absolutely. But also, there's the other side of that coin, right? Like a Julian Newman, like, I think his dad is a weasel, but he also knew that his kid was not going to play in the NBA. So he took all that momentum. The opportunity. Yeah, and is it right or wrong? I don't know. But, I mean, it did provide them a certain lifestyle, and it's given them some opportunity to, yeah. you know, get that exposure, that, that, yeah. that acclaim, that fame. Own, I guess. Right, but I guess it's goals, right? What's your goal? Is it to be a YouTube sensation? I'd say a lot of these kids will say, hell yeah. But for, you know, your serious athlete, they might take the money and still be a serious athlete. That might not change at all. But it does make it tough. I think that would absolutely be your environment at the same time. Right. Well, if I give like you your intentions of it, I give you you six million as a twelve year old, and you know, and, and we could be making up some crazy ass numbers. I don't think that that's that far fetched. But you get they give the jolly boys like two million dollars in their like second grade or something like that. Yeah, supposedly like some million dollar deal. I don't know how true that is. No disrespect. I don't. I mean, maybe it's completely true. I think it was on Instagram. It's real. Okay? It's yeah, R E E L real. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so 
I, I give you six million. Yeah. Let's say you hit those beats. You go to EYBL. You're killing it. You go to, you know, the next level. Then you do get to the D one, and you know, there comes this other bag, and it's like, well, how do you coach that kid? Like, I make more than you do, uh, that, <laughs> buddy. Who are you talking to? That's the thing. And and I think you sent a video. Was it? Yeah, it was a video of a local coach having conversation. You're yeah. like, oh. I don't know how I feel about any of this because basically talking about you know uncoachable kids, right? And I think that's true. Like I, I, that's what I would worry about. Uncoachable kids become unemployed adults. <laughs> There's right. a quote or something like, like that. Like if you get the, I mean, money, money spoils people. For sure, if you don't work for it. Yeah. If you don't appreciate it, if it's mm-hmm. not, if it's not taught the right way of how to respect it and how to carry yourself while yeah. you have it. Yeah. So I mean. I don't think it's a secret that kids are spoiled as all hell this, these days anyway. This generation is certainly different. You know, it is. I mean, no yeah, I mean, my kid wears a different pair of sneakers to almost every practice. Same. He's pretty superstitious with what he wears in games. Is he a little stitious or superstitious? Superstitious. I, res- I respect it. Yes. But, and then, you know, link, thinking about me, I mean, my parents worked hard for everything and we we lived a really like nice life like mm-hmm. as growing up as kids right. but my parents were like you're not no this is these are your basketball shoes you take care of them don't wear them outside <laughs> right right change your shoes that they have to last all season yeah 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 see now i was on the other side of that coin i mean we definitely live you know modest and we were rich by no means but i always um and i guess that's why i have a soft spot a soft a soft spot for the sneaker game is we always had heat on our feet. I started working to buy my sneak yeah. like that's that was that was my my cheese right there I, I liked sneakers that was too. your jam it was my jam that was yeah. your peach jam it was Respect. my peach jam that would be interesting I, I wonder how what would be the qualifications for a junior EYBL that's that's one there's that I mean, so many teams oh and I'm super interested to see how it, you know it goes because there's already teams jockeying and lobbying for position and trying right. to you know get under these umbrellas and all oh, we're with this and you know yeah. and it's like hey that's going to dilute it and it, it, yeah. it's funny because oh well the best players play no no Politics are a real thing. Like there's a few teams in in the quote unquote DMV that are absolute dogs, no doubt about it. But some politics go like where you you can get in. There's always a little scheme. You can get in, but man, they already got their stuff established. You better be like a complete game changer, which is anywhere. Mm -hmm. But some of the kids on their team might not be a a complete game changer. It's got grand, as we would call it, grandfathered in, which is cool um, because those teams perform well. But with that also comes if you know you'll see if and names they don't are a big thing. The names are a huge thing. But what if, they, if you have a bigger brother or cousin that's got the same last name, you're automatically there. Well, there's we have, there's one kid that plays for Durant, and um, I I won't name names, but he's an absolute you know phenom, and he's on he's on the rise. I think he's in class 2027. Y'all do the math. And uh, I think they got, you know, basically carte blanche, whatever they want to do. And it makes sense. I mean, the kid is up next. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that happens. But, um, you know, the one thing about that, the pressure that comes, you know, from those circuit teams, is that too early? Yep. You know, what? yada, yada, yada. You know, one thing I've seen from a distance is those teams come and go, though. If you don't yeah. perform and you yep. attach that brand name and label and you ain't, you ain't it... Bye. Yeah, they'll disrupt. See ya. It. Gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you better be competing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and then I feel, I mean, if you're competing at that level all of the time, 
I'm not a big fan of the word burnout, but it's got to have some sad effect. I think it it kind of makes it all vanilla. If you're playing at a certain, I mean, not saying like, like I mean, if you're in the, in the NBA, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. You're playing at a high level all the time. You're competing for the NBA finals, right? But if you're playing as a second grader, <laughs> as a third grader, right, and you're supposed to be elite all year round, right, that's exhausting for a child. Uh, when are they allowed to understand that not every moment is a pressure-based moment? Right. Not everything is for a number one ranking spot. I think. Can I travel without being yelled at? Yeah. I, I, you might touch on something. I think that's where burnout could certainly be. Because I don't believe in it, but I think at that point, it might be a real thing. I'm not, no, not. By no means am I saying take the easy way. No. But at some point, it's our right to run into a little bump and run Away, like I think there's a reason they do the seasons the way they do them. Yeah. Where it's like March through June, that's hot. Yeah, that's your hotbed. Yeah. That's your hotbed. Yeah. But fall, fall, winter, that's kind of like. I would be curious. It's kind of like their off season. Now that we're kind of you know, in in it and engulfed in it and watching, I am curious to see what percentage. And we've personally seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'd be curious to see what percentage of these kids, you know, and we're. You know, outside looking in some regards. I mean, I, I definitely have some in, so you know, so yeah. do you. But for the most part, we're you know a little bit further from the quote unquote circuit and you know all yeah. that just because of distance. But again, still around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be curious to see which of those kids end up fading to black. You know, because of burnout or just like I love to see those bro, teams traveling. Yes, and first set that- grade. Lots of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. And it's like, man, sheesh. And th- some of the kids are still learning how to read and write. <laughs> so right. it, it, I mean, mentally, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, it's got to be. You got some sort sort of balance, I would think. Like, yo, can yo still be a kid? But like the kids, well, that's their fun. And then you kind of think of like time out. Like I put my two year old in time out for two minutes. Right. Right. She's not going to understand anything more than that. Right, right. Yeah, the like, attention span's so I mean, low. They're going to be able to acquire and absorb IQs and like game scenarios and all of that kind of stuff. But if you're playing at such a high-pressure environment... Pressure bus pipe? Nine months out of the year at nine? You better love it, I guess, or your parents love it for you. And, you know, I'm they thinking of them it. like at home. They gotta be like, why was it good? Like, like freaking the hell out. Like, why are why are you always telling me? Or you just adapt like, to it and adjust, and that's your norm. I, I think that, that becomes their norm. That hurts my heart for them. A little bit. It a little hurts bit. my heart. Especially if it doesn't. I mean, again, you'd have to put like you know how they track sharks. <laughs> yeah. Know, it'd be like one of those things where you'd have to put it on you know ten kids yeah. and track you know and see where they end up and you know then ask them the question, are you happy when they're eighteen? And they're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. And or, I'm not hey, I hate I'm it. not against like sports specifying or anything like that, but I love like. You know, seeing the kids that we've met along the way so far, right? Go out into other sports, and yeah. Cook, like yeah. I love that. Well, I think it's maybe that's the '90s kid in me, <laughs> right? Where, right, where you, you know, played you, multiple sports, you, yeah, and you stand out in multiple sports. Like well, that—that's awesome for me. Like I love to see that. What if someone says, "Well, now you have to dribble the ball year round. Now you have to be in sports specific year round because they're starting in first and second grade, and because." Everybody's playing. There's a tournament every weekend. There's training. There's teams. I mean, literally, throw a rock. There's three new teams in this yeah, area. Right. I mean, that, right. That's the thing. Well, great. And you know, I'm a big proponent of the more kids playing basketball, the better. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get better. It's just better for an area. It's more community, more all that good stuff. Yeah. But you know, it does also you know 
um, open up some doors to where it's like, damn, like, does anybody get a break? That, break to be, a, I mean, if that's what they love to do, that's one, like, that's one thing I just, that high pressure moment, you love to see those same kids in a league. Like, if someone would have looked in on our practice night, last practice, caveat, uh, <laughs> they would have been like, what the hell's going on? What I mean, are you people doing? Yeah, we were kids? playing, first time I think I've played knockout in 10 years. We played yeah. knockout. We yeah. did, you know, silly shit, but I think, you know, you have to do that at least once a but year. But it was, it, it was Loose, great. Fun. I mean, we, it was the last but practice with our guys and you know they're going to be playing school ball next year and mm, we're, some going to other programs some going to other programs Bamless. just kidding and uh you know we just kind of touched upon like little things messaging yeah for them to remember yep. and and Take then kind of lighten it up and we're yep. like all right give us your best coach <laughs> jeff impression and then all of the kids started just it it was fun yes. for 15 minutes they yes. had we had each other cracking up laughing yeah it was pretty cool pretty special group of dudes yeah and uh, i think they're all going to be all right they're good guys. No matter what they end up doing. Because, you know, you might get one of those guys that plays at the next level. Five of them. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But even if they don't choose to play basketball, I think that's what sports are about. If they play in high school, I'll be happy. Me too. Like, that's same. Like, that really sports are about like this. Oh, I like, mean, you if build they play bonds, in middle school, like, I'll be happy. If they same, play same. at all, if they continue to play and outside love the game. of us and love the game, yeah. I'm cool for that. We did I'm our down job. for it. We did our job. At least a piece of our job and, you know, the rest is on them. All right, and I told them they're, you know, they better hear my brain. They better hear me in the back of their brain mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And they'll know it. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll tell everybody. Um, I don't know if I mentioned about um, I'm very defensive oriented, so I nitpick at them. And they don't like it. No, no one likes that. No, nobody likes it. But someone's got to hold them accountable. So if they're not sliding the right way, especially in practice, I go a little crazy. And I tell them, like, look, one day, somebody's going to put their nuts on their on your head. And they looked at me all crazy for weeks. And then poor Boogie looks right and he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> so when you don't rotate the right way <laughs> you and you're playing against a just these beastly human beings. Because someone's always bigger, faster, stronger. This person's going to dunk on your head. Catch and sleeping. his nuts are going to go directly on his head. And at that moment. You're gonna think of me, and me saying <laughs> someone's gonna put your nuts on your on their head, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what it means." And it was that, at that moment he knew. Exactly. And at up. that moment, <laughs> five years down the road, three years down the road, whatever it is, yeah, you're gonna understand that you didn't rotate the right way. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. It, it is. It, it is. It is. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we always said, "We're gonna put our nuts on your forehead." Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a yeah. thing. Yeah. But, they, uh, whatever they all this shit they do now oh my god yeah the crazy stuff but i i uh i posted something on our on our page a couple weeks ago final score of a basketball game four to two final score four to two i ref it in in the paragraph you know the little paraphrase of the whole article it said stall ball mm. What do you think about that? What is four to two as a final score? As the team that went, that that would have, that as the team, if I was the coach that won, I would think, damn good job. But but is <laughs> is you know what I mean? I mean, it is a strategy game. If you can keep the other team from scoring and you score four to two, Jeff. Yeah, no. I mean, if you score no. more, I, hey, look, that's a dub. Is it exciting basketball? Hell no. I mean, the name of the game: put the ball in the basket more than the other person you win. But they did four it. to two. And they did that two times. That's <laughs> one or four or four. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, four free throws. However the hell they did it. Or yeah, or, or and one three. <laughs> basically, I'm I'm uh, implying shot clock. 
What do you think of it? So because this was at a high school level. That was going to be kind of my my point to you know to go to and on a score like that, like you're a victim of you know whatever it is. If there's no shot clock, they can bring up the court, hold, and if they stop your possession, same thing, bring up the court and hold, or just hold it until you come out. And could you imagine if you're handoffs for 20 minutes straight? I would die. And I didn't watch it or anything, but did I mean I just read the article too, and I'm. And glance at the score, but did the coach ever come out and pressure the ball when they were holding it? Or no, was... I don't know. He might have been actively sleeping. That's I wild. would be put to sleep. Uh, but shot clock. So the the video I sent you that coach he wrote an article about it, and he everybody's always like, oh, a big proponent of not having the shot clock. Um, well, because obviously of, because of how they not that coach, but the coach from uh, Hedgesville, and uh, and he's kind of has a lot of good takes on it, and he's not as against it as you think, but. Um, not to steal his take, but I didn't know that there was so much because to me it's just logical, you know. Oh well, there, you know, prepares him for the next level, and then he kind of has an argument where there's only one percent that's playing at the next level, which that I don't know how true that is. Um, I know percentage wise, but it seems like everybody's playing college basketball at some level where yeah. it's JUCO, uh, D1, D2, D3. Yeah. Every kid I, I've seen all these kids that want to play mm-hmm. play, and I, and again I'm being a little, you know. And a little bit of a exaggeratory when I say it's more and more. Now, so maybe I wonder it's not. at a certain level because I mean, I know when I played, I played college in Penn. I played basketball in college in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of New York girls. They all had shot clock. Yeah. Well, so it was it was an adjustment for me, and I've been playing basketball for uh, now. I got to do math. Fifteen years. Right. There you go. Like it was an adjustment for me. I mean, I like the fact that you got to kind of run and gun. My wife played in the Philippines. They had shot clock, so there. It's a different style of play. You kind of got to get to it. It's and it to me, it, it makes the game a little bit more, even more tactical and yes. strategic. Like yes. where you have to set up certain yep. schemes and you have to utilize the shot clock and you have to make sure that you know you're getting every, you're making every possession count within right. that time frame. Right. Uh, and even if you're not trying to prep for college, it you know it makes the game, in my opinion, a little bit more fun. But he did mention that you know. There's so many things to go into it, paying somebody to run it, the cost, yada, yada, yada. Things that I'm sure, like, you know, I would have never, you know, thought of. But at the same time, it's like, if that's what is needed and, you know, that's going to help the high school game or, you know, kids that are, even if it is 1%, why not give them the opportunity to play under the shot clock and go to a state and avoid a, a game of 20, 24 to 18? Well, here's my literal rest coming in because most ran. scoreboards, that even the tabletop ones, they got a shot clock on There you there. go. It's the same person that's pushing the button that hits the start on the shot clock. It, it can't they would just have to, to understand them. it. Right. Or you have a ref do it. Not that difficult. I guess refs have to learn it too and all this and that, but it's like... Here's my... Refs suck anyway, so (laughs) what the hell is that going to change? Like, not all of them. Steph, you're great. No, yeah. You're about the only one, Steph. Lucas Huddleston, you're great. My buddy. And our our buddy told you that you were crazy. The girl. The the woman ref. Oh, Amazonian in uh, Virginia. Oh, we love her. She's phenomenal. She's the best. She is... uh, She is a tower. She thinks you're a looney tune. She does, and I am. She's a tower of a woman. (laughs) Yes. And... uh, Intimidating, but you know, I still drop math bombs on need to. So yes, um, but here is my take on shot clock from a coaching perspective. I think it's vital. I don't think a lot of coaches teach situational awareness, game clock awareness. We should a lot more of it for sure. Yeah, it's but a, it gives kid. It's think about a kid in first grade, second grade, third grade, especially at the level these kids are playing at now, understanding. Shot clock and the way a clock works. Managing your time, but also, I mean, that transcends basketball. Yes. 
And I think it ties back to your point earlier in us talking about kids playing at a earlier age, first, second, third grade. Like, forget, you right. know, the the after whatever happens after. Yeah. The game has evolved now to where there needs to be another learning curve. Yes. To make it a little Adding, bit different. Playing with a shot clock is like a human version of perfection. The yeah. game perfection. Remember perfection as a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where it buzzes, you got to get all the shapes in there. If not, it just explodes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. Having a shot clock is playing the game of perfection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it would be yeah. incredible. I would love to see it in our time and, you know, in high school, at, at least in this area. Uh, the cost is crazy from, you know, what they you know kind of say and the training this and that but to me you know they find money for other things yeah but if it's built into the clock who cares it's built into the clock it's there but i guess you know if you're talking about over the top of the backboard shot clocks you know i can't you'd probably go get one on amazon right now for 50 bucks oh my god at best <laughs> Yes, I'm sure we Five just, Below has. Yeah, we we just solved all the high school what is problems. It? What's what's but oh man, what's uh what's Alibaba holla at us. What's the Red Sox stadium? Now I can't think of it. The Big Green Monster, Fenway. Fenway, there it is. Don't they don't they put the like the hand numbers and they just put somebody up top, <laughs> a little volleyball chair, flipping it every flipping second. The number. Yeah, I mean they do it in swimming too. They do it in <laughs> yeah, swimming too with the, the when they when they swim board. the five hundred. They put the little thing, they put the little lane markers in so people don't have to count. They just That's go in great. there, they go back, they flip the number. There you go. I, I love it. I love it. There. I mean, I, or, it, I mean, there's always some a-hole in the crowd that's like, 10, 9, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just have a person yell the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's great. It's possible. It's doable. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It is just, you know, the yeah. cost factor. and Oh, Gina corrected me. It's the Cubs field. Thanks, yeah. Ma. There you go. There you go. Yep. I'm surprised I got the stadium right. We got a comment sure. on here that says, uh, learn how to play basketball with a shot clock, yeah. which is why I played with push and transition offense. Plays weren't an option unless you were out of bounds. Interesting. Taught me about clock regulation, but also trusting instincts and not playing like a robot. Yeah, and I think you can still get into your standard offenses, your you know your flexes, your Princeton's, your you know um, driving, driving. Um, it does take away the human dribble two drives and all that. But it takes away the human two. But it does take away that you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you're you would. You're already seeing a lot of yeah. four and one out, five out motion. I mean, you're already seeing that. It bores stuff. me to death. Yeah, you're already seeing that. You know, I thought what's his name uh, that taught it up there at um, O'Connell did a really good job of his ripples and stuff. Oh like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, guy from Boston. FDU. Little guy. No, no, that's Towson. You're thinking of um, Scurry. Pat Scurry. Scurry. Was his name Skelly? Pat's one of the, something. some shit like something. that. <laughs> now I'm talking about the coach from FDU. He's the one with the ghost screens and all that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I like some of his variation. He didn't do a. He didn't. He didn't like to pass and pick away in it. So there's variations. He but, had Wisconsin offense built into it, like yeah. that swing, that triangle three option. So there's so yeah. many different things like you can do with it already because the games went to that more spacing, more you know, um, shoot more sh- shooting the long ball. It yeah. speaks to that more. You know. Kind of reminds you of the go offense when um, Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers were at, uh, I forget the college, but they did the ESPN thing on it. And uh, that just constant trying to give up as many, get as many shots you can. <laughs> well, and you're also talking about collegiate coaches who mm-hmm. play with shot clock. Yeah. So. The Dan Tony system. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It is. I think you should, I think it would be an incredible ad if they did it, but who knows? Who knows? I like I mean, it's. 
it was been approved in all 50 states. It's just if they implement it. Right. Not. I think there's, a, from what I read, after I read that, that's what I looked up. Implement. And it was eight eight states out of the out of the 50. There's definitely an argument against it, but not more pro. Four to two? I'm more pro. That makes me sad. Well, what would you, I mean, I guess we would have, that would be a, a good deep dive what are the average high school basketball games uh, let's just but just let's think about this when they were in fourth grade or third grade and the final score of the basketball game and, and then they played their little hearts out mm-hmm. and they were heartbroken that they lost the game and it was like 12 to 10 right those those are nine-year-old or eight-year-olds like playing their hardest chucking the ball at the rim oh my god christmas spirit shots yeah no i mean they... but these are essentially grown men they're eight, you know, seven, six, like sixteen to twenty because we're reclassing. Four to two. It was the one coach's strategy, so I'm wondering what the fuck the other oh. coach was doing because the one coach knew. I would forfeit what, the game to be from honest. From what I read, the one coach <laughs> I knew. I couldn't do it. I couldn't I'm do not it. Tr- I, I, maybe I'm tripping because it's been a while, but I, I, the one coach knew they couldn't play with him, so that's why he did it. Kudos to him. But what was the other guy doing? Oh, like no. allowing it? Mm-hmm. Like just word? Okay, go ahead. Not. I, I just. I'm baffled. Yeah. Like, do you not press? Do you not too too? I mean, do throw or something. Or do you love baseball, soccer, hockey? Like, do you love those sports? <laughs> wrong sport. Because that's a final score in those games. Yeah, it's wrong sport. Wrong sport. Two safeties in football. Like, I mean, I can go on and on, but like, it's definitely not a final basketball score. Maybe for a five-year-old team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, facts. Soccer, yeah. I mean, like I said, soccer, hockey. And that's a high-scoring soccer game. <laughs> it's bad. And I will sit there shamelessly and it's watch baffling. soccer. I love this, but second favorite sport. Love soccer. Yeah, I will watch it on television. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. It doesn't make a lot of sense, no. but it is what it is. Stall ball needs to never happen. Situational. Right. Stall ball four to two should never never happen. Ever ever happen mm-hmm. again. It mm-hmm. it needs to stop before it starts. No. That that's what I feel about that. Yeah, and I think that shot clock. So thirty five seconds, right, would be the shot clock um, for high school. Well, it depends because it's different for men and women. I'm pro- I'm, I might get this wrong. Men, I think men have 10-second rule or don't have a 10-second backcourt rule in college because they have 35. Mm-hmm. But women have 10 seconds, that but makes, only I 25. That's, that's right. It's something like that. No, I might right. have flipped it. No, I think you're right. I think that's right. From um, The 10-second rule does, uh, does adjust. So yeah. that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. But it, it, that is Off a, the top, it sounds right. I think so. I might have flipped it. No, I think you're right. Think Tell you're me right. again. Say it with an echo. Chill. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I. besides the stall ball, um, I've been throwing out some topics left and right to you. Um, the other one is NBA related. Hey, I love a good new Anthony book. Edwards. A-E. Dropping A-E-5. his disdain for players taking multiple days off. Charles Barkley don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. No, nah, it's time. It's time. It's time that there's a um, an outspoken group that that starts saying it's not right. Like, I, I've, I, I, I feel like it's becoming more of a... Is it a trend? Let me sit and look pretty when there's really nothing wrong with me? Yeah, I think so. And over precaution. It's funny because I think uh, Strasburg did it in baseball, and they just would never pitch him. And that and it was like, yo, he's before you know it, he's gonna be too old to pitch anyways because you never pitch him. Right. So that like Zion, I think Zion had some injuries in his what style of play, his body type. I don't think he's gonna hold up anyways. But I think some of that no. just constant playing it safe, like 
What is he getting paid for? You're not for? that special. No, like, what are you getting paid for? It makes for? me hate your era. Yeah. Like, it makes me not like you. Like, your window... I already have a tough time with Giannis to begin with. Your window goes... Like, your prime is your prime. Like, I ain't saying playthrough injuries, because I get it. Million-dollar assets with your bodies and all that. But, man, if you ain't hurt, go ahead. There's, like... Now, the only time I kind of look at it, and it's like... Westbrook says something, too. Oh, good for him. He's got every right to. Yeah, kid coming to watch you play. and AD sneezes the wrong way. He's out for seven weeks. Anthony Day-to-Day -day Davis. The, that's the best thing I've ever heard. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, Caden Wiltshire came up with a nickname for... Uh, I'm sure he pulled it from somebody. He probably did, but uh, he thief. said, you know you know AD's nickname? I'm like, what's that? He goes, day-to-day -day Davis. Day-to-day. <laughs> That's facts. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, man. But the I think the only time I can kind of see, you know, aside from injury-related, because you got to remember they're humans. Yes. Uh, I'm going to use LeBron as an example, and probably Melo. I mean, if... I don't know. Melo, it hurts my feeling that... The world kind of wrote off Mello. Um, Carmelo Anthony, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Some of you young kids, Mello is... Y your son's a senior in high school. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might be the most well-known basketball player. But I want to go check my kids' play. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. I, yeah, I mean, your job is your job. And you get paid, you know, to, to play ball and all that and, you know, sell tickets. And, you know, a lot of the TV contracts and dollars and ticket sales are because right. of those guys. Yeah. But... Yeah, you are. There is a part of you. It's like, ah, yeah, maybe my hamstring is a little tender this week, oh, you know, where I want right. to see my kid play. Um, you know, you say something about, like, it kind of comes back to that very first question about LeBron or saying that statement about LeBron and consistency. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but the amount of times he's played 82 games, maybe once or twice. Right. Where Jordan played. So, you know, it, we say Jordan didn't have the longevity, longevity. but maybe that's because he did. And their error. Was it their they, season longer though? No, same. Maybe. I thought they shortened the season. Mm -mm, same, same. What was that COVID year? That was COVID. COVID yeah, year. they they've had a couple fifty game seasons. The Spur, people talk about caveat championships. The Spurs won a caveat championship in the, like a fifty game season. Yeah, those are not those are not new. I mean, there's been lockouts. There's you know lockout seasons, things like yep. that. These are not new occurrences. They do happen. Yeah, but you know Jordan did shrink his window probably. From lifestyle, smoking cigs, gambling, partying, you know, all mm -hmm. that, and playing all 82. Averson, same thing, playing through injuries, partying, you know, probably yeah. partying a lot harder than most. Right. And, you know, playing through where LeBron has done an extremely fantastic, phenomenal, however you want to say it, job of taking care of himself, health, wealth, yeah. you know, the whole nine, and mitigating, you know, not low, he, not a load manager. But, again, there's been seasons where he hasn't played all 82. But your Kawhi Leonard's of the world, your Zion's, your day-to-day -day Davises, I don't know, man. I, I, mean, I mean, look, can we... Ben Simmons, who, who scores zero points, zero rebounds, zero... He doesn't do anything. You know... And then... Sad. And then he's wearing a, a floral vest on the sideline next game. Like, buddy. <laughs> I mean, at least try to shoot. Yeah, he's... Yeah, that... What a talent. It's sad. Uh, but the sports science says that if you, you know, aren't playing and you're doing these things, and we have all, uh, these are some of the arguments I'm seeing. You yeah. have all this technology. You have all this sports medicine. You have all these, they all got personal trainers. I'm not talking about like, tra I'm talking yes. like, they, they got these diets. And they're getting hurt at a more frequent amount because 
they're not using the muscles that they're exactly. supposed to be using. Right. And then when it's time to launch, it's like, oh shit, damn, I ain't can't jump like that. Oh my back, right. my leg. It's just sad. Yeah. Load management's a problem. It is an absolute problem. It's a, it is a trend that needs to go, or they need to shorten the, se- the season. Then cut- or put it in their freaking contracts. Shorten the season to fifty games in. I don't know. Do something. Charge less for ticket sales. They won't do any of that because it's all money. Right. And and it it's a bad look. It is fa- on fan base wise because I mean it, it. I think the average cost didn't it come out this last season. It average cost to go to probably I mean the least expensive NBA game for a family of four. It's like four hundred dollars. It's insanity. If you want decent tickets, I mean, if you want nosebleeds. Oh, no, those are nosebleeds. Like, yeah. it's just average tickets. Yeah, get, get there, park, tickets, food, anything in the stadium. Oh, well, ching, 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 ching. It yeah. is a, it is, you better have some do re me to go to a game. I looked at some tickets because Grayson was really interested in going to watch them play up close. And I'm yeah. like, well, damn, you can have me at a low. Mm-hmm. I started looking up tickets for it because I'm like, I'm not driving down, going through all the rigging road to sit up top. And you know, twenty five dollars seats sounds a little bit like With a diva. binoculars. But you got, I'm like, dude, you, you might as well watch the shit. You have the better, better seat at home. Yeah, so I'm like, and then pay fifteen dollars for a nacho and a stale hot dog. I'm like, it, and the nachos are disappointing. Uh, it, right. and, you know, crack the bag open and shit. Well, and hundred dollars for some uh, three hundred seats. I'm like, mm-hmm. four hundred dollars for all of us to go. Nah, it was. Well, I think one of my last years, I lived in PA. Love. I've always been a Miami Heat girl. Love Dwayne Wade. Always have. Um, this is during the Chris Bosh, LeBron, Wade era. Ray mm-hmm. Allen. Mm-hmm. They were playing the 76ers in Philly. Gang. And my brother and my dad and my mom got me like a ticket, like a like one of the lounge seat tickets. So I had a waitress coming over, and I was. They only got one. It was expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a bunch of friends in Philly. So I went to the game by myself. I had to get picked up by the Uber. I was rocked. I was hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there watching the game. Whee! But I mean, I, what an experience. It, yeah, that's phenomenal. Hey, it was I- fun. I mean, I wasn't too, too close, but I had, it wasn't to the point where, because I'm like blind, so I wasn't like squinting yeah. through it, but it, I would have loved to go with my parents and my brother. That's premium. Or tre- somebody. That's premium treatment you're getting out there. Went solo dolo. Sat there. I don't know. Made friends with some dude next to it. I mean, he got. He ended up getting kicked out. Welcome to Philly. But we used to go to so many games. I went to a you know a lot of Philly uh, Philly Seventy Sixers games when Iverson mm-hmm. was playing. Went. Uh, me and Big Jeff went to a couple Wizards games. You know, of course, when Steve Nash and Iverson would come to town, we try to get those ticket packages. And it was cheaper and more reasonable then. They would do, and the Wizards were terrible, so you could always get decent um, prices. But Iverson would come to, to DC and not play because he would party. Um, and you almost knew it. it was a dice roll. Yeah. And, um, you know, and he didn't miss a lot, but it almost was guaranteed when he came to DC, you wouldn't see him in action. Uh, Georgetown, you know, I'm sure he hooked up with old, old potters and all that. Right. Steve Nash, same thing, went to watch, and there he was on the sidelines. Looked like he was plugged into some type of electricity. So, it sucks. So, it's disappointing. I well, mean, and you could see. As someone who experienced it, it sucks. It does Don't suck. And, well, and, and the thing, what sucks is they, when you do get, I mean, I'm just thinking of the worst team in the NBA right now, Houston, because I think they've won like four games or something like that. They're terrible. Or Poor John 12. Wall got sent back there. <laughs> Yeah, like something just terrible. And maybe they play, they're in the West, so maybe they play Denver. 
right? You're thinking, Jokic. Jokic. Mm-hmm. They drive the ticket prices through the roof. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, none of them are playing. You're like, you're there to see the third. This sucks. I would be mis- I would be miserable. I'd be sitting there like, this is the worst. Can I get my Great money back? Great freaking call. Because that, I think They that- do it all the time. Laker, like Giannis, like all of them do it. Those are always the most expensive. It's like when we were looking at- it- Goes like grizzly the- tickets. So imagine you pay, you know, two fifty for a one hundred seat for one ticket. To see Jock, because he's taking see- their generation by storm. No, they love him. You know, they Caden right. had the goofy ass hairdo with his curls today. I'm like, he looks wearing silly, the but- John Morant. Right, wearing a jersey. jersey. I'm like, that's cu- cute as hell, bro. Yeah. But uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, and he don't play. And then you're like, you're right. You're there watching. Um, you know, I don't know. Gump. Gumper Rooney's. Gump, Gumper McGumperson's play. <laughs> you know, which respect, man. You never know. It could be. No. It, 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 it'd be nice if it was my guy. Um, he's in the G League. He, he got picked up by Memphis. I'm trying. Lofton. I'd love to watch that some bitch play in person. He's a beast. Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. Well, I'll, I want to pivot. Um, who you got coming out of the West and the East? Pivot. Uh, Lakers in the West. <laughs> if LeBron gets healthy. That's terrible. I'm going to go. That's terrible. There was a, and I don't gamble. I have no idea even how to gamble, but there was a. Me either, but FanDuel, you just push buttons. Well, there was one that said that the Lakers have such a, like you can lay the bet, but there's such a odds against them that if you lay a certain bet that you can make a lot of money. I'm like, well, shit, LeBron's healthy and and they're playing like they've been playing. I mean, it's a long shot, but goddamn, they could win it. But uh, serious pick, you'd be, be hard pressed not to think that the Suns aren't you know, the front runner. Um, but I don't think the Suns are going to do it. Katie's, I think it's coming down to crunch time. They haven't had enough time to gel with each other. The East, I'm going Celtics. The West, um, I'm, I think Denver's coming out of the West. Denver's tough. Denver's tough. I'm not bullshitting. I'm either, go- I'm going, if, if, this is a huge if, if LeBron isn't out for six months, <laughs> I'm going Celtics and Lakers. If, in fact, he is done, I'm going to, I am going to say Celtics and the Suns. I mean, that's not any bold prediction. And Celtics. That is Suns. as safe as it gets because I'm a I'm a I'm a bitch when it comes to that stuff. So All right. no disrespect. Celtics Suns. I guess you would I'm say gonna... Milwaukee out the East. That's it's, oh god, I'll throw up. Yeah, I don't want to watch them play at all. I like I Giannis is a freak. I just can't stand him. I yeah, he's a, he's a but the deep, man gets away with murder, and also awesome. no grown big ass seven foot man should be openly headbutting people in the middle of the floor. It's nah, just not he, right. He's <laughs> like right. he's dope, and Duke can play. I mean, he's he is the next up as far as generational great. But he is. I, I get like when some people say, "Well, LeBron's not fun to watch." Giannis is not fun. To, I don't really get that. But Giannis is not fun to watch. But, but, but it's is, the announcers though. Oh, Giannis is in his bag. He just did a pick and roll. I don't understand. He picked and he rolled. He did the he, he did the same Euro Ginobili did for twenty years. He just has his strides are just six times longer. <laughs> you know, it ain't like they ain't no. It is a thing of wonder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is. You know, he is incredible. No doubt. No doubt. I think if Jalen Brown can stay healthy, I think it's Celtics. They they're they're phenomenal in defense. Tatum's a rising star. They got there last year. You got to think. It's, I don't due. sleep on Miami though. I'm sleeping. I don't sleep. <laughs> it's a, it's don't a city sleep that on doesn't. Cousin Jimmy. I love Jimmy Butt, but don't sleep on cousin Jimmy. No, right thank now. you. Nah, don't sleep on the Wizards. We are in, we are in the um, playing game at this point. I think. Mm. <laughs> All right, we'll pivot to grassroots. We got winning nationals. Nationals. 
Damn, that is a pivot. Uh, listen, I'm oh, all about pivoting today. Oh, no. no, I mean, what grade? Uh, grade comfortable call in sixth. All right. Sixth grade, fifth, fifth and sixth. Let's start. Let's it. start first grade. Team Thrill twenty thirty four. I don't know much about. Oh, is Grayson on that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grayson, hands down. Yeah, the, Grayson. He's got a lot of. He's got a lot of work, but I'm telling you, buddy, will be nice. Uh, he ain't nice yet, but he's going to be. Um, he's freaking cute. That's no. I mean, they are about to come out to their first uh, tournament A game on twenty fifth, twenty sixth. First scrimmage is supposed to be this week, but so they're not. They're going to be raw. Uh, leaders first grade will probably win nationals. It's in Maryland. Uh, I don't think I follow anything earlier than like fourth grade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because of uh, my man DMV Eddie Hollow. Yeah, um, I listen to you a lot, Eddie. Yeah, and you know, being around all them cats and you know, seeing it, I'd say second grade leaders. Second grade's got a good chance um, as well. They they're tough. I mean, you got New World. that's tough. They just won the. Uh, did they win second grade or third grade at Shots Up? I don't know, but they just won a league. Third grade, it's triple threat, triple threat, triple threat. So for those that don't know, uh, triple threats in the DMV, uh, Little Josh is like uh, an overtime elite athlete. Pretty cool story. But the guys, that everybody was going crazy over the highlight culture reel, uh, charging league. They're kids too, so you know you got to kind of take it easy on them. But they were doing all the... Wild, uh, yeah, a little crazy. gritty action. I want to oh. know who ref that game. Uh, it's in it was in Ohio, so it was in how the many back. T's were called? No, none. Zero. It was in there. It's, Zero. It's part of the era. So they, you know, bad. come to the DMV. Long story short, Triple Threats won all the national championships in the last two years, and they proceed to wax charge and lead thirty six to five. They gritty on them. Game <laughs> over. Uh, but there's going to be a rematch. I'm, I'm gritty for gritty. Yeah, gritty for gritty. They're going to Ohio, I think, this week, and they're going to play them again. Okay. Um, but they 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 got to be the favorites, and they're one of those teams that's going to transition to Team Durant, and that's not Hooper's no hot news. That's DMV yeah. grassroots Eddie hot news with them. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, fourth grade. Fourth grade national champ. I, I don't. I would say if I think JBL plays fourth grade. So to me, that's that's the Jolly Twins, and there's a kid that came from there this past week and went and played with Team Durant 2031, which okay. had some Team Thrill 2031 kids right. and had uh, some Team Threat kids on there. So it was like a conglomerate, yeah. Uh, and they went up and won three games at Marquee. So I'd say JBL, uh, but okay. don't 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 sleep on uh, some of these DMV teams. You got you know your Falcons of the world. You got your Thrills, don't know what's going to happen with them. And uh, Team Purpose is always... Purpose? Well, I mean, there's got to be one. Huddle? I mean, isn't there... Isn't there... Huddle, Huddle, I don't think... But, I mean, I know they're not doing anything as far as making noise nationally, but they do have a good program. But Purpose is... I mean, there's just so many teams. Yeah. Pur- I feel like any one of them could emerge at any point. Yeah, well, when you get to Nationals, I mean, yeah, it's that nitty-gritty. Fifth grade. Uh, and, again, these are just... I'm not talking... Thrill. Well, you could get into so there's different, of course, as some of you may, may or may not know, grade and age. So yep. who's going to win grade? Who's going to win age based? And each of these picks could change because I, I, I'm, you know, just freestyling. Yeah. But uh, and let's talk about grade based. Grade based thrills. Been there, you know. Last year, lost to Scholars Elite, beat them, you know. Then played them recently in fifth grade at the MIT, beat them, and you know, regular play. Then okay. got into the bracket play championship. Lost to him in the championship by four. Uh, Thrill's always, grade base is always going to be at my top. 
Um, and again, you know, not partial or anything. They just are what they are. Yes, you know, tight with them, but um, winning Nationals great base. I'm, I'm going to stick with the home team. I'm going through, even though scholars have been there. Scholars. Um, but you got to think, it depends on who shows up, right? Because before, when we went. Who shows up, who they pick up. Right, because there was yeah. kids like Hunts Elite doing AMG. So AMG was their great base. Hunts United was their age base so they would jump George Hill fifth grade who George Hill yeah I think they have a fifth grade God, um, they were fantastic Bird was Bird was tough in age based but they oh, kind of well, IBA IBA Bird right yeah they yeah. kind of I ain't heard much from them so it just, again it just yeah. depends on who the hell shows up mm-hmm. but if it's the same team that have been showing up yeah your thrills and uh, New Jersey scholars of the world age base is interesting yes um, that was a DMV matchup last year with the Team Falcon and um Whatchamacallit. Oh, team now team takeover, formerly Slam and Jam. Okay. And uh Slam and Jam won, but I don't know. This year I, I, that one's gonna be the most fascinating. The fifth grade squad. Yeah, I don't know who wins that. Or age base in general. Age base in general, because yeah, teams pull out the world work. Sixth grade. I don't know, man. Wherever I don't, I don't know. Wherever I guess King Bacot's playing, because I they'll load up teams. I watched fairly, I watched I that team play. They went down to uh, at, at nationals. This pet was a junior phenom. They went so oh shit that I don't think this team will be at nationals. Uh, they beat Thrill twice, <laughs> uh, and Mike said they had two kids that were big, but also that had footwork, which is rare to have rare. two bigs that could have footwork yeah. in fifth grade. It's like a CS, CSA Academy. So if they're not at nationals, the, the wink wink they probably wasn't who we who that they were who we thought they were i mean they probably right. ain't legit right. but if they're in nationals if they're listening hey man kudos to you you guys are legit respect um but yeah sixth grade's fascinating i don't know i mean thrill always does good there but i don't I have no clue sixth grade fairly i mean like i said they went oh that's what i was saying they went i mean to, you got b and you watched them play yeah they're, they're they tough. were great yeah they're tough they were great they All went, they went four overtimes with new jersey Yes. I was, I mean, I was actively watching my child play, and they were, the damage game was happening on the other floor. Like, that's a game. And I started, like, panning the camera mm-hmm. off this way. I think half the people in the crowd were like, oh, this, like, who are we playing? Um, it wasn't Durant. It wasn't Durant? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, y'all played Durant. Yeah, the, the six-place game, yeah. Disbanded. But they went up to, it was one of the tournaments in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Maybe Junior Phenom. Fear Elite, I think that's who it was, but whoever Bacot plays for, was six players, five players, five. Glo- global. Well, he changed. They, I mean, I think he jumps, but it was, I believe it was Fear Elite. I could be wrong, but they went, with, whatever team it was, they went with five players and beat the brakes off, five or six, beat the brakes off everybody. Wow. How you not foul out? Yeah, I would be terrifying. But, you know. That, I would be terrifying. Uh, but as far as predictions, I don't know shit. Are there man. any, there, I, like, and that was kind of uh, like what I was alluding to. It's anyone's game. Always. Anyone's game. It doesn't matter who's ranked what. I think fourth through sixth grade rankings are silly. They are. In general. But what's cool about them. Seventh, eighth grade, that starts to make sense because you're looking at private schools. or That right. makes more sense. Right, right, right. Anything up to sixth grade makes zero sense in my mind. I, you know, I'll tell you what I think is cool about the rankings. If Diva. That part sucks. But if they are somewhat accurate... And we can use the team thrill, for example. Will Conroy is the truth. Most of the time, they will show up, and they will be in that. Comp- mm-hmm. But now, do they always win? 
No, because it is a long weekend. They're still kids. Like they're you're, kids. you're talking about playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, anywhere between three to four games a day. Yeah, the scheduling lot. normally sucks. You gotta have a bench. You got all the pieces to win anything. Yes. If anyone knows anything, you know all yes. the chips have to lie. It's not easy to, and especially how many teams are competing. How many was in y'all's like thirty? When we went, there was thirty plus in eight. Like it that. was nuts. Something like that. Brackets this long, you're like, oh, I, I don't well, know. and it. I mean, you're fortunate to get a decent schedule. Super fortunate. What happened to my? Um, did my computer die? Wow. Interesting. Wowzers, we've been offline. We've been offline, but we're online there, so that's good. Yeah. We still got these. Um, I don't know why that went off. That's crazy. Yeah, that's. I I think it's anyone's game. I do too. I think I think there's gonna be. There was a kid that I saw down at Chris Paul. I think he's a North Carolina kid. I love a good NC kid. They're usually tough. Well, mind you, a lot of DMV. He was there with another teammate, but you look at the kid at first. And you're like, no way. He's right. in sixth grade. There's just no way. Right. Well, come to find out, we we'll end up chatting with his dad for a little bit. He was a little roller polioli about six months earlier. He had an entire growth spurt. He was like six foot, or six one, as a sixth grader. Like, it was unbelievable. It is possible. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. I mean, and then I was looking at his Instagram. Uh, the glow up mm-hmm. was, um, I think there's going to be some teams that... I think in the North Carolina area that are going to pop out. That's where that CSA team's from, North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina's yeah. always tough. We, we, I think some of those kids Michigan. used to be on um, Grind Academy out of North Carolina. Um, and, you know, of course, then they became Team United. Yeah. And now I think some of those kids now play for CSA Academy. Um, but, yeah, North Carolina's super – again, it reminds me of a version of the DMV. Uh, yeah. They play similar styles, fast, hard, gritty. And uh, good basketball. So Michigan, I feel like there's going to be some some real. Uh, I'm really upset that our. Yeah, way to go, Jeff. You have know, one job, everybody, and it just. You know, just went, went in Rome. <laughs> went in Rome. There it goes. Oh, God. <laughs> God bless. Anywho, anywho, that was a, that was a that was a fantastic question, there, Coach. You're welcome, Bud. I love it. You got any, you got any question for me? Because I've been the question master today. I love a good question. Um, who wins the, let's, let's flip it. Who wins the, uh, national, since we were talking about national championships, men's side, then women's side. Ooh. I'd like to see Houston win it. Me too. Me too. Respect. I love it. I'd love to see the five slam pajamas go for it. Yeah. I would like to see Houston win. I'm always a fan of an underdog. So give me another St. Pete's. Yo, I. I was Team St. Pete's last Me year. Me too. I was a whore for St. Pete's, as you would say. Yes. Um, was he with Seton Hall now? Yeah. Is yeah, it Seton Hall? I think so. I think so. I think it's where he went. Uh, but that is that is what this, and that was kind of a question that we have. Everybody loves an underdog. But I, I think that's what this generation does open up is, you know, more of those types of stories will happen, I think. Yes. So, yeah. all right, women's side of the game. Oh, South Carolina. Come South Carolina. Game no one Cox. can touch them. They're the Gamecocks, right? They are. <laughs> but it's a Gamecock. It's, that's it's a, a cock that's rooster. game that wants to fight, right? <laughs> game yeah. dog's usually a, a fighting dog, so. Yeah, I never even thought of that. Never thought about fighting so cocks? rooster. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> <laughs> fucked up the recording, but goddamn, I got my joke in. <laughs> 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 Yow! <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah. Whatever the hell they say. Yeah. Look, no, no one's touching Dawn in South I'm, Carolina. I'm piggybacking. It's just not I'm piggybacking that pick. Yeah. It's it, not is UConn competitive this year? Again, I would be no. disingenuous if I said I've been watching any college basketball. I'm too too damn busy. No. But I do plan. I do plan on starting <laughs> after the Mandalorian, of course. No, I. Uh, there's no one's no one's touching. South you know, I haven't made I, a jump shot since I put these stormtroopers on Mar. That's a Star Wars joke for those to know. Anyhow, hmm. go ahead. Interesting. You don't think nobody's touching no. South Carolina? No. Why is it no. because they're cocky? <laughs> Wowzers. That was bad. That was really bad. Um, no, they're just, they, I mean, when they, LSU, when they played LSU, that sold out over a month earlier. With Shorty's month name, before. the long-legged Oh, princess. the Bayou Barbie. The Angel Bayou Reese. Bobby. Angel Reese. Yeah. Which I play, again, this is another thing I'll never understand about women's basketball now. We must have looked like frumsters. Yo, well, I was going to say, yo, I've never seen you personally, but yes, uh, speaking from somebody frumsters. from that era, yo, the pants were long. I mean, we had it like, like they were, and so ours, you know, but yeah, not homely. I don't want to say ladies look homely because, you know, we'll get shut down. Kids show. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was whipping up a fucking pie. Yeah. And then. But yeah, it looked a <laughs> little. Oh, we just go ball for a Dare second. I say, looked a bit Christian school-esque. Like, like damn, shorty. But now, yeah, they're, they're done up. Yo, I. Everybody's oh sexy time in the college but, game. But, I, I, let me tell you what. If I got whacked in the face with blue hair. With eyelashes, like <laughs> the eyelash. How does it stay on your face? Well, I guess again, it's normal now. It's normal. It's, it's also normal. it's gotta be like a weapon. Fuck that! Like yo, I mean, I don't hate it. I, I don't just, either. Like I, you look I don't good, you feel good. That I guess. It's like fashion time. I don't I, get the the. They, they wear basketball shorts, like volleyball shorts. Yeah, they got the. Tuck them into spandex. Yeah. My dad would kick my ass if I ever wore basketball shorts like, around there. They basically got cheeks out. It's wild. Um, no, it makes sense for volleyball, track, that kind of stuff. I, I don't know if Bruce would have been down I with that. I care about looks, but I mean, if my hair wasn't cut or something like that, I wouldn't have gave a damn. But, I, you know, I guess it's that same thing. Like, your dudes, you want a fresh line, I want fresh braids, whatever, but... Makeup? Makeup, that's wild. Dumb wild. But, you know, you're on TV, you just gotta look right. You never know when that nil deal coming. Not really. Um, there are a lot of baddies playing ball, for sure. I mean, at least it looks that way, because everybody's done now, up. Like, I'm, like, I don't... I, that's, like, the only thing I'm... Kind of, as a former player... Of women's sports. I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about it. What's the one girl that played for, I'm terrible with names, but I mean, I was a fan of her at West Virginia, and then she went, got draft, she was a high draft pick in the WNBA draft, and then she had, kind of like Liz Cambridge saying, had some emotional. Um, Liz Cambridge is the best. Yeah, I Cambridge. Love her. So Liz Cambridge had some, not emotional, oh my gosh, some mental health issues. I don't know if it was emotional, I don't know what the hell it was. And she, and she, but she's like a a model or something. I'm like, yo, these these they're turning down the basketball bag, which right. unfortunately isn't huge, to go do this other shit where it says popping. So that's pro- that could. I mean, yeah, it, that's a topic. Is that why? You know? Yeah, I I don't know. How much time we've been on? Because that, that it's got to be close. All right, y'all. Oh, we, we gotta go. I don't know. Yeah, I think we about to. We if we had an hour, it's gonna cut us. Oh no, I don't know if we're at an hour. Holla. Bye.